0: Hello, my name is John Donahue and welcome to the Bite Size Weight Loss Podcast with Human Design. As always, the aim of my podcast is to give you simple insights, strategies and tips to uh, master the healthy game of weight loss without giving your life up in the process. Now, what are we going to talk about today? So I'm going to talk about a secret weight loss weapon that you have access to but you probably don't even know about, right? It's such a simple nutrition habit. You can implement it straight away to minimize bloating, improve digestion increase your chances of losing weight and keeping it off in fact I think it's so good I call it like a nutrition superpower in fact it has so many benefits for weight loss and digestion and overall appetite management and it doesn't take tons of energy to do you can fit it in with your current schedule and you'll be so happy when you master this habit and in fact I th- I believe in the habit so strongly that I've put it as one of the core habits in my Fit Habits weight loss coaching program because really weight loss is all about developing skills and practices and habits that you can kind of keep going for the rest of your life it's not about following a temporary meal plan so the habit is the nutrition or the fat loss secret weapon is eat slowly and mindfully and I know I know don't switch off the podcast don't turn it off I'm going to give you some really good reasons as to why this works and as always you can take whatever you want and apply it to your own life and discard what's not useful okay so I actually think eating slowly and mindfully can actually be just as important, if not more important than what you eat, when you eat and getting everything else perfect. And it's one of the major powerful habits for driving transformation. You know, instead of having to figure out the exact foods to eat, what frequency, what portions, and you know, you can learn all that in time. Eating slowly is one of the simplest ways you can start losing weight and feeling better. And I mean like after the first meal even, it can really fuel confidence, build momentum for healthy changes. And as I mentioned earlier, the benefits of slow eating include better digestion, and I'll show you why in a minute, better hydration, easier weight loss, and, you know, greater satisfaction with your meals. And then, because think about it, right, most of us eat too quickly, and eating quickly leads to poor digestion, increased weight gain, and lower satisfaction with meals. And then when you rush your meals, it can feel like the meal is over too soon, which makes you want to eat more. And, you know, nutritional professionals call this, they call it overshooting the runway. So it means you finish your meal before your natural hunger signals kick in and then you feel uncomfortably stuffed. So the message from research is pretty clear. Slow down your eating and you can really enjoy improved health and well-being. And and like I said at the beginning, slowing down your eating, it's it's like a secret weight loss happen you have available to you, but a secret weight loss weapon, that you have available, but you never use it. And and here's, here's probably four or five reasons why I think it can help, right? So eating slowly can help you eat less without feeling deprived. It can help you eat smaller portions without even trying. And I know a lot of diets claim this as a benefit, but with slow eating, you can do this without even changing what you're eating. And there's a famous study uh, from the University of Rhode Island where the researchers served Two of the same pasta lunches to 30 normal weight women on two different days. And at both meals, participants were told to eat until they were comfortably full. But they were also told uh, two things. Lunch one, they said, eat this meal as fast as you can. And lunch two, remember they were given the same lunch. Lunch two, they were told to eat slowly and put their utensils down between every bite. The results... When eating quickly, the women consumed about 646 calories in nine minutes. And when they ate slowly, they consumed 579 calories in 29 minutes. So in 20 more minutes, the slow eaters ate 67 fewer calories. And what's more, it actually took them longer to feel hungry afterward compared to when they were speeding through their lunch. So it, it took them a lot longer to get hungry again. So that means they were able to eat less Uh between meals so you know 17 or 67 calories doesn't sound like a lot but when you spread that across every meal and snack it adds up to hundreds of calories over the course of a day now why does this happen you think well there's probably two reasons number one physiology it takes about 20 minutes for your body's fullness signals to kick in and slow eating gives the system time to work it gives your biological system time to get into action and it allows you to have a better sense of when you had enough and then number two psychology um, when you slow down and you really try and savour your meal, you tend to feel satisfied with less and you feel less deprived. And you know, here's another interesting twist from the experiment. When the women ate their lunch quickly, they reported more hunger an hour later than they did after slowly eating their lunch. So not only did eating quickly lead to greater uh, food consumption, it actually meant it actually satisfied the women less at the lunch. So Slow eating meant less food, but actually long-lasting satisfaction, so you've got to give your body a chance to let the whole whole biological fullness signal kick in so you can feel more satisfied, take in less food, and last longer between meals. This is why I'm a huge proponent of this. The second reason slow eating works is because it helps you look and feel better. I think about this, right? How many people do you see in social media complain about bloating, cramping, stomach pains? And you know, why does speed matter for this? It's because when you wolf down your food, you take larger bites and you chew less. So when you chew less, these big chunks of food have to get under your stomach, right? And your stomach has a harder time mashing those big chunks of foods into what's called chyme. Now chyme is like, it's kind of like a sludgy mix of partially digested food, hydrochloric acid, Digestive enzymes and water that passes from your stomach into your small intestine. Now, if your food isn't properly broken down into this chain, this sludgy mix, it can cause indigestion and other problems in your GI tract. So we can absorb fewer nutrients. We deplete ourselves of valuable vitamins and minerals. And besides, it makes you really uncomfortable because this uh, poor digestion can also affect your mindset. Because if your meal leaves you bloated, you feel like you're burping all the time, you feel sluggish, you can interpret this as feeling out of shape. Oh my God, I'm so out of shape. I feel so fat. This is what I've heard from clients. I feel so bloated. I feel like a slob, you know. And this can really make you discouraged about your efforts. And then on the other hand, if you slow down, you chew your food till it's liquid. You digest your food properly. It can help you feel leaner. And this is all, remember, weight loss is about psychology and physiology. I would say it's mostly about psychology because your subjective feelings can really influence how you feel. You know, I've had clients come in to me and go, I'm so bloated, I'm so heavy, I'm not getting on the scale today. And I've convinced them, look, just get on the scale. And they end up being two kilos lighter. But they thought because of how they felt, because of how bloated they were, that they would be heavier. So it really messed their performance, and they just wanted to go, what the hell, I'm just going to eat whatever I want today, when in fact, they'd actually lost weight, but their feelings told them otherwise because they were bloated. So the third way slow eating helps is that you learn what hungry and full feel like. So it's all about sensing satisfaction. You know, think about this. Have you ever had a meal... Because just because it's a certain time of day, or have you ever eaten because you and you're not even particularly hungry? Or have you wiped your plate clean and you know you've regretted it after? And I, I've done this so many times at restaurants where I've just eaten till I'm stuffed and eaten too fast. And you know, these are just a couple of ways to tune out your internal hunger and fullness signals. But one of the most important benefits of eating slowly is it gives your body that time to recognize that you're full up. I remember I said earlier it takes about 20 minutes from the start of a meal for the brain to send send out signals of fullness. And most people's meals don't even last that long. Now imagine the extra calories you could eat simply because you just don't allow your body time to register that no longer requires food. Now imagine the effect of those extra calories on your weight. So lots of us eat when we're not hungry and then we keep eating when we're full. It's so common today because we're so rushed, we're so stressed, we don't really sit down and enjoy our meals. Slow eating can help you get this right again. It takes regular practice, but it improves your appetite awareness. You learn to recognize. And then, kind of more importantly, you learn to trust your body's own internal signals. This doesn't happen overnight. I understand this. It takes time. And I know you want results immediately. But like I said earlier, if you feel less bloated, you feel leaner, this can motivate you to then eat better. I always say to my clients, try and eat to feel light and energized. You know, if you can do a walk 10 minutes after your meal, you're doing all right. And then over time, when you learn these signals... It kind of retrains you to eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. And this is so important because most diet plans just tell you to eat this at this time, blah, blah, blah. And they're kind of rigid, but your body actually knows best over time and it will tell you what to do. And I know people think this is kind of woo-woo stuff, but it's not. You've, we've lost touch of what it's like to feel hungry. We've lost touch of what it's like to stop eating when we feel full because we're always in a rush. And, you know, this is the difference between being on a diet and and actually learning how to listen to your body and use skills that you already have so you can use this skill of eating slowly to make healthier choices for the rest of your life. And that's what it comes down to. It's about being able to do these things for the rest of your life. And that's the kind of skills you need to learn. And and think about it, that's a lasting body transformation without having to be super rigid and follow a super strict diet. Um, Number four, I got this one from Precision Nutrition. So number four, slow eating can disrupt patterns that derail your progress. So if you're someone who struggles with binge eating, binge eating, learning to go slow can really, really help. And that sounds strange because a binge is kind of driven by like this overwhelming urge to eat as much food as fast as possible. And and, and that's kind of what, Different it's a binge from run of the mill overeating. But the skills you develop from slow eating can actually help mitigate the damage for this and it helps you build resilience over time. Because think about if you're in the grip of a binge, and again, look, if you're a binge eater or whatever, you can refer out for this. Okay, I'm just talking about this from a, a health perspective. You know, when you're in the grip of a binge slow down as soon as you realize what's happening. Take a pause, have a breath. The food will wait for you, right? Just one breath between bites can actually help. And you might not stop eating right away, and that's okay. But, you know, how much you eat isn't as important as getting back into a more rational, thoughtful state of mind. And with this being slowly technique, most people can then regain a sense of control. And then if you keep slowing down, Even during your most difficult moments, you'll become more aware of why, where, and how you're binging. Uh, You'll likely eat less and stop sooner. You'll feel less panicked and powerless, and you'll be able to kind of soothe yourself more effectively and get back into the, the thinking mind a lot faster. And over time, this will normalize your eating. It can boost your physical and psychological health, and it can improve your weight as well without these kind of restriction, compensation, overeating cycles. Number five, and this is this is the fifth way that slow eating can help, and I think this is one of the most important. It's a tool that you can use anytime and anywhere. You know, I give out portion guides to my clients where, they use their palm of their hand for protein, a cupped hand for carbs, a cupped hand for vegetables, and a thumb size for fats. That's a tool that's portable. You could take anywhere, no matter what restaurant you're at, no matter what situation you're in. And these are skills that you learn. You know, we don't always have control over what foods are available to us, but you always have control over how quickly you chew food and how quickly you swallow. So think of slow eating. as kind of uh, one of the superpowers of nutrition. It's it, You can use it in any situation, it doesn't require any rigid meal plans or food scales or weighing your food. And no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what's on your plate, whether you're in McDonald's or you're in Nando's or you're in a uh, uh, Mexican, y uh, Gomez, whatever, no matter what's on your plate, you can practice eating slowly. So I'm encouraging you to please, please, please try and accept this and try this habit today. And I'd even say for the next you know couple of weeks, try and slowly implement this habit in your life. And I'm going to give you some tips how to do it now. You know, And you might think, uh, all this talk about eating slowly, is eating quickly really so bad? Look, eating slowly is not the perfect thing for weight loss, but it definitely helps you with portion control. It helps with feelings of fullness. And the research on eating quickly is really, really unanimous. Eating quickly promotes weight gain, and it makes you feel out of control with your eating habits. And large-scale population studies and research in smaller groups, uh, it shows that fast eaters gain more weight over time than slow eaters. So if weight loss is your goal or weight maintenance, please, please, please slow down. All right, so that's five ways to why slow eating will really help with your weight loss. But John, how do we eat slowly? Now, eating slowly and mindful, mindfully, it's it's simple and effective, but it's not that easy. And I know you have to work at it. But look, everything worthwhile is worth working at, okay? You don't have to get it perfect at the start. Like I always say with my coaching, just try and get a little bit better. But you'd be really surprised at how powerful this habit is. So here's some of these tips. You can try them over the next couple of weeks. So number one, take a breath, all right? Before you eat, pause, take a breath. Take a bite, then take another breath, take another bite, then take another breath. That's it. Just try that initially. Uh, number two, time your meals and then try and add one minute. So most people, the idea of kind of slowing down your eating is is it almost um, ensues panic, okay, because the people are rushed. Oh, I've got to get my work done. I've got to pick up the kids. I don't want to be spending all my day eating. And I get that, right? Having a long leisurely, leisurely meal can feel impossible. But just start small. Time your meal. I've had clients do this. Some people, it only took four minutes to eat their meal. Some people, six minutes. I timed it one day and tried to go slow, and it was nine minutes. Now, <laughs> the goal here is to add one minute per meal, or two or three if you if you want a challenge. But when you start your meal, start the clock, you can get apps for this. I think there's one called 20-minute eating. You can time yourself. And the goal is to stretch out your meal as long as you can. And over time, you'll gradually build up how long you spend at meals, okay? And uh, and then don't be hard on yourself, okay? If you forget to slow down during one meal, who cares? Just slow down the next time. Notice what happens. And one minute better. One minute is better than the meal before. There's a third tip. Put down the remote. So <laughs> I know this is a hard one, right? Try not to eat while you drive or watch TV or play with your phone, okay? Sit at a table and... Um, Try and relax and experience your meal. Now, if this is too impossible at the minute, I'd prefer you to slow down your meal. So if you want to sit at your desk at lunch and do work while you're eating, I don't care as long as you slow down your meal. That's the most important thing. But over time, eventually I'd love you to try and eat your meal without the distraction of a TV or whatever. This is a hard one to do, but it's a good tip. Uh, Number four, this is a great tip. Eat foods that really need to be chewed. Try this for an experiment, right? Try and eat a full apple. Notice how many chews it takes to swallow a mouthful. Then grab a cookie or a bar of chocolate or a cracker, or whatever it is, something that's really highly processed. And what, what do you notice? What is easy to eat and how quickly can you eat it? So as always, like we always say, minimally processed proteins, fruits and vegetables, whole grains, beans, all that stuff, they require a lot more effort and time to eat. You have to chew more. And the longer the time it takes you to eat, it gives your fullness signals a chance to catch up. So number six, uh, do something between bites. Pacing yourself is easier when you have a specific action in mind to break it up. Okay, so you might put down your knife and fork between bites. You might take a breath. You might take a sip of water. If you're sitting at a table, ask somebody a question. You know, eat dinner with a friend. Uh, Enjoy your food. You know, really enjoy it. Um, This can help take time to eat because you're talking to somebody in between bites. Another tip is to really, really savour your food. When you eat your food, try and enjoy it. Really taste it. Is it salty? Is it sweet? What's the texture like? What's the smell of the food like? Try and tap into the experience. You know, nutritionists and dietitians have always said, you know, try wine tasting your food. You know, practice chewing slowly, savouring your food as if it were a fine wine. And here's an important tip as well. Try and notice what affects your eating speed. You know, as you experiment, try to identify what affects your speed. You know, who you're with, when are you eating what are you eating, where are you eating, you know, if you're eating at your um, lunch, uh, at, at your desk really, really quickly, there's a good chance for you to slow it down, you can still get your work done, you know, once you've made these observations, ask yourself, well, what can I do to improve what's already working well, what can I change, given what isn't working well, and then the last tip is refine your practice, you know, pay attention to, well, what, what do people eat, like, that are around you do they eat really fast maybe you could match the slowest person there's always a person in the group who eats really slowly you know my wife eats really fast and I eat slower than her and I still eat fast but she eats really really quick and that's something she struggles with okay if you find yourself rushing your food that's okay put your knife and fork down take a minute to refocus um this will take time. But like I always say, try and embrace an experimental mindset and just notice what you learn. This won't happen overnight. Every meal is a chance to practice. So, you know, eating slowly is a really, really simple habit. You'll never expect it to have an impact on your diet, but it's really, really powerful. You'll start to notice your hunger and fullness better. You'll feel less bloated. You'll feel healthier, which can have a huge impact on your continued efforts. I mean, tell me this, who's going to try and eat healthy or exercise regularly? The person who's always bloated and in a food coma three times a day, or the person who feels comfortably satisfied, light, and energized. Just give this habit a try. Trust me, it'll take time, but it has a really powerful impact on the number of calories you consume and your weight and so many aspects of your health. You know, most of us lead really, really fast-paced lives, so it's understandable that we want to rush our meals, but eating quickly really, really does, it doesn't do us any favors we end up eating more than we need, which leads to poor digestion, leads to weight gain, leads to lower satisfaction from eating, which has clearly been shown in the studies. Whereas eating slowly makes for better digestion, easier weight maintenance, greater satisfaction from our meals. So that's just one of the habits I teach in my Fit Habits weight loss coaching program. Um, the goal is to teach people the skills we take their goals, say lose 10 kilos, we break it down into behaviours, we break those behaviours down into practices and those practices into daily actions, then we decide what actions we're going to take, I hold them accountable. If that's someone you're interested in, reach out. I've put the links to the programme in the, in the show notes. I'd love to have a chat and see whether it works for you. But that's another podcast done for today. Eat slowly and mindfully. Probably took a bit longer than I expected, but I wanted. it's a really powerful habit and I call it a new, uh, fat loss secret weapon. All right, have a great day and I'll be back soon with more podcasts.